Some guys do insane shit probably their entire career and never have it come back on them. Some guys do something minor and get caught immediately. Because right. I was going to say, you went years and years and years doing... Not that it's minor. Well, it is minor. It's minor in comparison. Well, in where comparison. You're, yeah, yes. a couple thousand here, right. thousand here, 500 here. But when you leapt to, hey, give me eight grand a, a month, I'm going to watch out for you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give you the heads up. Right. If I come across it, I'm going to this, I'm going to that. I'm going to escort your guys. I'm going to do this. Gonna, right. So you have a whole litany of things that you're doing for this money. Right. Um, you know, that really just, like, that. that's actually what your partner, what was your partner's name? Kenny. Kenny, when he, he was like, he's... He went like within a month from taking like a hundred bucks to boom, we're making eight thousand dollars a week doing this. Yeah, yeah, it's eight thousand a week. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he went from being a normal cop, and yeah. him slipping him like a hundred bucks, and yeah. then like a month later, boom, okay, here's what we're doing now. Yeah, we get eight thousand. What? Yeah. How did we just go from me getting a hundred bucks, which I didn't even spend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kept it in my locker yeah, to yeah. eight. Th- but but he know. was a cheap cocksucker. I mean, he was. But he didn't. He, he, he didn't was cheap. As, he loved. Listen. So so in in hindsight, and and even at the time. I recognized at the time that he could say no right now. Oh yeah, yeah. And and then everything would be okay. Like I, yeah. I. Well, it's never, not like a Serpico situation. Yeah, yeah you know, no, so it's no, not yeah, like I never put him in a situation where he had to do this. Right. Because I made a determination that that I, I was going to be a police officer for until I get arrested, <laughs> or, right? Or quit, or or get injured and get three quarters disability, which is what I, my goal was. And uh, so. But what happened? It's my goal to get injured because I, I'm, yeah, that's your goal. If you get a bad, best case scenario, yeah, yeah. I twist my knee. Yeah, no, yeah, bad a knee, slight limp. Yeah, good. Three quarters, but three quarters disability for the rest of your life, tax free. So yes. yeah, I mean, so that's the goal. So that was my goal, and I had it. it was, well, I was, I was ready, at any minute I could have done it because I needed surgery on on either knee because both both meniscus meniscuses were torn from playing ice hockey. So I start out with a, I start out with a pension if I, but the money was so good and I just liked it. Yeah, I just liked it. I liked going to work, and just being important. Oh yeah, Does no, that make sense? I, no doubt, I mean, absolutely. I, I mean, I mean, I, I now I know like I never retired, right? I didn't get a chance. But when I when I talk to guys that are retired, like they're like impotent. Yeah, you know, it they, sucks. They, they're like. I'm not important anymore. Like, you know, yeah. they think they are, but they're, they they know they're not, you know? Right. And even their wives hate them and they get half their pension and they leave them, you know? So, so yeah, so, so I, I get it now. But at the time, I was faced with choices. You know, if Kenny had told me, I'm not doing it, you know, do, do, you know I'll, have yeah, a beer, yeah, yeah. I'll have a beer with you at Joe's Bodega, but I'm not going to do this, I would have said okay and I would have just probably... I don't want to say this for sure. I would have just went on and did my, my thing, probably got a pension and left. But instead, I had a... But I got I a partner a, in crime. I had a willing partner in crime, and I was just, this is great. Because now I got a guy who's all in, and he was, he was all in. So so ha- what happens in the... In the it sort of doesn't, it doesn't really show up in the movie. What happens is... Uh, it doesn't at all show up in the movie. Is Kenny Urell, um, I know he's a little soft in the underbelly, right? And... So I ended up going away to a fucking rehab, you know, because I was in, I went to the, I went to the, you, you can't have a drug problem in the police department right. because you get terminated. So I told him I had an alcohol problem, which, all right, whatever. And I go up to the rehab, and while I was away at the rehab, I told Kenny, you know, Kenny, I, fa- I found out a little bit more information. By going into rehab, they came to, like, the, invest- the um, so counselors, which are cops, said, listen, you're in a lot of fucking hot water from what we know. And uh, you just need to st- 
stop whatever you're doing, do your rehab time, and then pray and go to church. This is what the guy said, and go to church every Sunday. Right. I said, okay. Uh, young, 26, 25, whatever the fuck I was. Yeah, okay, sure. So, but I, but I knew a problem could arise from a weak link. So in the meantime, three of my friends get arrested for shaking down a bodega. Mm-hmm. For doing an armed robbery, so they're out. I ba- I put a bail for one and put one in my house because his family kicks him out. He's got nowhere to go, and his name is Walter. That big Walter in the fucking uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. big Walter with yeah. the big fucking hands. I end up putting him in my house. In the meantime, I tell Kenny, "You got to get hurt. It's Fourth of July weekend. <laughs> it's Fourth of July weekend. I'm in a rehab. We just came home from rehab, and Kenny's not getting any patrol assignments because if you go on patrol." You're going to get hurt, right? Because it's an arrest. Every day there's an arrest. But it's 4th of July weekend. And everybody's out on details like in Manhattan doing parade duties, all this shit. So they, they, they shoot manpower. So Kenny hasn't been on patrol in four months. Not one day. What's were, he doing? He's in the station house. Okay. You know, doing paperwork. paperwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah, phone answering, clerical shit because they don't want him out there. 4th of July weekend, they shoot. They put him in a car his first day. He makes an arrest. Some kind of fence was involved, whatever. Grabs a mooch, brings him in. And goes into the bathroom and breaks his hand oh. on the sink. And he already broke it once before. So now he, he goes, bang! He fucking slams it on the porcelain sink, breaks it because he's left-handed. He breaks his fucking hand. He goes in and tells the fucking boss. He says, ah, I'm making the arrest. I got hurt. Uh, pick, pick, grabbing this guy over the fence, whatever. No one gives a fuck. They're not thinking. Yeah, yeah. They're not thinking he's under investigation. He needs to get the fuck off the job. He breaks his hand. He never goes. One day on patrol... Breaks his wrist and never goes back to work. He gets a three-quarters disability pension. I get it for him because my my uncle runs the pension section, right? I call. He gets he gets medically clear, medically approved because you can't have a cop put a bad wrist that has broken now twice in the last like say six years, right? Because now he's going to be shooting a gun. What if his wrist goes bad in the middle of shooting a gun and kills the kid instead of the, the old man? You're right. So. They, they, they approve him medically. Now it's supposed to take a year to two to get released through the pension system. I call my uncle up. I say, Uncle, Kenny was just approved yesterday. He goes, okay, it's going to take 30 days. He goes from the bottom of the pile to the top of the pile, and he's fucking walking out the door, and who's walking in? Because you go before the pension board. The pension board, boom, approved. You're done. He's walking out the door. In comes Tromboli, the guy that was following me for fucking years, eating right. pasta dinner in front of my house, his wife kicking him out the door. He's walking in to interview him. And Tromboli goes, Urell. He goes, I wasn't, I wasn't there, but I was told. Yeah. He, goes, he says to him, what are, you, what are you doing here? He says, I'm sorry, Sarge. I got nothing to say to you. Yeah. He goes, what do you mean? He goes, I'm off the job. I'm retired. Three quarters disability. He goes, I wanted to ask you about doubt. He goes, I'd love to tell you. He says, right. but I'm not required to talk yeah, to yeah. you right now. I'm done. Got to go. And But like the, the love to tell you thing was, was in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. He wanted to tell him. So he leaves. He gets his three-quarters disability. Now he's sitting at home bored. Likes oh, the that's action. right. That's he right. He likes the action. Yeah, okay. He likes the action. So I'm running around now. I've, I've made it through the rehab two years. I went to two, two years of rehabs work and then Kenny is calling me up I need fucking some I need some work I need some bricks I need something I didn't know he was involved in fucking drugs right 
I had no idea. Was he before, or just this is just something he this decided is just, something just he to decided. do? So what happened was this: people, this story is so fucking. Yeah. His cousin was a cop in the seven three. Was bringing home shit they were stealing from the drug dealers. Right. Giving it to Kenny, and Kenny was selling it. I have no idea. So one day he says to me, Mike, could you help me get a piece of fucking, you know, eight, big eight, you know, whatever, whatever they want, a half a key. I go, of course I can. So he goes, okay. Anyway, I go to his house to pick up the money and they're there. The cops are everywhere. Like plain clothes. So he doesn't know it. I go, Kenny, your fucking house is hot as fucking pistol. He goes, what do you mean? I go, there's cops all over the place here. He goes, I just left your house and two cops were following me. He goes, how do you know there were cops? I said, Kenny. Right. I left your house. I circled the block. They fucking two cops cars was the plain clothes follow me, twisting, going different directions. He says, <coughs> Mike, they've been following you for five fucking years. What's the, he says? He's probably still following you. I go, I don't know, Kenny. This seemed a little different. P.S. He hangs up. He, I leave his house. I get in the car. I go to work. Pick up the kilo, whatever. He gets on the phone. I don't know this. I'm not there. It comes up later on, and he's on the phone. His phone's tapped. He's calling the 7-3 precinct to have his cousin run a license plate. The license plate comes back to Suffolk County Police Department. You'd think he'd fucking tell me. Right. For the next month and a half while they're investigating us, he already knew that Suffolk County PD was following us. He never told me. Never. <clears throat> he didn't change his act either. He ends up getting arrested. I mean, the, the things that took place were insane. I get arrested. I get arrested eventually. Um, it was um, May 6th, 1992. Now, that was the fourth day after the fucking, they burnt LA down. Right. Three or four days after Rodney King, I guess, the not guilty trial must have Yeah, yeah, not guilty. Not guilty verdict came yeah, out. That was, yeah, and they were burning the city down. They burned New York City down. They burned breaking everything up. Right. This whole thing, this is sometime in, let's say, March. He was actually under investigation from January, which I didn't know. I come into the picture sometime in March. I go away to the Cayman Islands. I come back from the Cayman Islands and I want to set up a little bit of an organization where I don't have to do any more work. Just put my money up, let my Dominican friends sell cocaine, and I'm just a part of the business. We end up pulling our money together. We but get you're it. still a police officer. Of course. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Yeah, it just, was a no, given. I, yeah, yeah. I was like, I told you, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm getting out one of three ways. <laughs> Arrested, <clears throat> injured, or retired. One of the three. So... So I set up this organization where I don't have to do, just put the money up. So, and it was, a, it was a difficult time. It was around Easter, and the price of cocaine doubled. It went from seventeen five to 35000 a kilo. So our numbers kept moving. And so at this point, I didn't want to lay out all of the money, so I encouraged Kenny to come. Kenny goes ahead and he calls up three of the guys from the 73rd Precinct and tells them to meet him to, to, to put the money. So now there's three cops from the 73rd Precinct. His cousin and two of his are putting up money to invest in cocaine. In the cocaine business, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. And then you have Kenny. So you have three cops in the seven three, Kenny, myself, and my partner. I couldn't leave my partner out. I didn't need him, but I, I you know, he's he's my partner. If I'm gonna be making moves, he's gotta get a piece of something, right? So so now there's five of us involved in this fucking kilo distribution ring, right? <clears throat> and some other cop gets arrested for steroids. Anyway, so we have this whole thing set up, it's working like a clock. First week we put fifty four thousand back in our pockets, which, which um, each no, so, so thirty five was the investment. Okay, we got back fifty four thousand. Okay, so the next week it would be thirty five, 
and get something similar. But I was, getting, I was a little annoyed. I wanted it to be more. I wanted to double the fucking money. I want 70000 So the next week, it's going to be 70000 not 54. That's bullshit. So, I mean... Right. I mean, you're fucking selling twenty kilos a, a fucking day. I'm, I gotta, you know, I want, I want two. Yeah. So you're flipping yours. I'm, I want mine flipped along. The, so this is the truth. This is the way it is, right? Right. Why should I get double, double my money? I gave you thirty-five. I want seventy. Can we do this? The answer was yes. So don't give me fifty-four. So next week, anyway, next week doesn't come. By the way, so in the interim, Kenny's got to pick up a piece for himself to sell. So now he's got this machine going that I set up, and he's got to pick up a piece. So I got to pick up, a, a, I don't know, half a kilo or something from somebody in Brooklyn and in the patrol car. I meet him at work. The guy jumps in the back of the patrol car, and now they, they got me on film. And I'm knowing it. I'm knowing something's wrong. And I'm like, I'm looking up. There's, a, there's, a, there's an apartment building upstairs, and there's a building over here, a, a, a rectory, a church rectory. And, and I see... It looks like there's cameras in these windows. Is this possible? You know, like when you know, but you say no, it's not really happening. No, you feel you still feel untouchable. Yeah, there's no it's, way. It's, that. it's not the camera on me. That camera's on somebody else right now. Two cameras, one there, one there. And it's funny because in the model commission hearings that was where I testified, they right. show it. Right. They show those angles from cameras of me getting in and out of a patrol car and the and the guy jumping in the back of the patrol cars I drive off and the funny thing was he would normally just hand me the shit I go keep it low like here I am saying keep it low this, this, because I know yeah like you know when you know and there's just nothing you can do like you handed the fucking paperwork in for your fucking fraud and this could be the last one yeah and you're knowing it like like like, I'm knowing something's wrong. And so I keep keep that thing low. So he hands it, like he had the seats break in the middle. He hands it through me in the seat. And I, just, and, I, and I was so careful to keep it low that the cameras couldn't see it. And, of course, we're driving, so the cameras are not, they're stationary. Right. I mean, think about what I'm telling you. I know I'm being filmed in uniform, receiving kilos from a guy that's a Colombian in the, in a, and I just take it and I, Good stuff. It sucked, but it was better than nothing. And and that's and and the price was a premium. I get the shit. I drive around the block. I meet Kenny. I give it to Kenny, and there's a car parked behind Kenny. And I see the car. Kenny doesn't see it. I see it. He goes home with the fucking package. I do patrol, and I don't get called. Like, the whole time, I, there's, there's no radio runs for me. For two days now, there's been no radio runs for me. So I've been, I, like, I'm on patrol, and there's no calls for my sector for two days. Has that ever happened before? Never, no. Never, never happened Not even before. a day. No. No. And I was in, by the way, I'm, I'm in a, a less busy place now. Right. I've gone to rehab, and now I, instead of going back to the 7-5, I'm now in the 9-4 precinct, which is heaven. Anyway. Heaven for patrol work. Like, right. oh my God, the cat in the fucking tree type thing, you know? Well, the drunk Polish guy, but in the wrong house. They go to the wrong house. And it's, just, it's the same house, but it's on the wrong block. You know, they were a block off. And that's, that's my night, you know? So, and I'm getting and no calls. And then all of a sudden, we get a call. So, uh, what am I? 9-4 Henry. 9-4 Henry. 10-2. Yeah. Uh, I was like, 
hmm, 10-2. Why would, why would they call us back to the precinct? And I look at my partner. I mean, we've done nothing wrong here today. <laughs> we've done nothing wrong here today. You know, I, I maybe dropped a kilo. What, what, it's not, no one's business, you right. know. You didn't tell anybody. I didn't tell anybody. We're good. So I drive back to the precinct, but I go the wrong way on a one-way street to the precinct, which is the first time I ever did this. I just, but it's just by accident? No, something's not right. <laughs> I'm driving to my maker right now, and I'm like, something's not right. And I see this car. To my, as I'm pulling up to the precinct, now the car's facing the trash one way, the car's facing this way, and I'm pulling up this way. And I look, and there's two guys sitting in the front seat of the car, plain clothes. I'm like, nah, that's a little odd, huh? <laughs> so I pull in, and I just had, just had gotten two big gulps filled with vodka and 7-Up. <laughs> Absolute <clears throat> big ones like this. <laughs> Took a big hit off of one, I did a couple of bumps, was doing good. Right, get out of the car. I walk into the precinct and I hear footsteps behind me. And I'm like, I'm like, don't turn around. This can't be good. <laughs> this just can't be good news. So I, it's like I know I'm walking in to the end. Yeah. But you, but you know, there's nothing you can do. Nothing you can do. There's it's o- if it's over, do. it's over. It's happening. There's no, there's no move you can make during this process that no, changes except anything. Except get back in the patrol car and drive to Pennsylvania, maybe right. or Canada. Yeah, <laughs> one of the two. So. I'm like, okay. So I walk up to the desk, and I go, what's up, Sarge? You said 10-2. And the guy, the sergeant at the desk is like, mortified. He goes, go to the captain. He wants to speak to you. It's set up. This is a setup. He knows he's setting me up. He just doesn't know what to do. No, there's, no, well, there's nothing. Well, there's nothing. He's following orders. So he points. We turn around to go to the captain's office, and up comes these two detectives from internal affairs with their trench coats on and their fucking badges. Uh, this is the lieutenant so and so blah blah blah. Uh, we're, we're taking you for a, a, a department ordered drug test. I'm like, that's all. <laughs> this is perfect. My career ends here. Right. It's over. I'm gonna go downstairs and change, put my shit on, my my, my civilian clothes, go take the piss test, fail. didn't work out (laughs) it didn't work out that way but so i'm getting dressed downstairs now that they've ordered us downstairs this isn't the scene is insane i'm downstairs trying to get dressed and the cop plainclothes detective is almost humping me he's so close i can't move i'm trying to i go (laughs) can i am i under arrest i know something's wrong here am i under arrest he goes no, why would you say that? I said, because you're so close to me, I can't even, I couldn't bend my knee to take my pants off to put my civilian clothes on. So he goes, no. So, so I go, well, would you back up? And now I'm getting pissed. Would you back up? So he goes like this. <laughs> so he went from here to here. He gave me like an inch more room. Holy fuck, this is serious. Because he's, like, he's on my shit. So now in my pants right. is the cocaine. That, you know. On the Some home. cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five grams, whatever. Yeah, not the kilo. No, no, that's what he's given to Kenny. He's yeah. got that on Long Island. I'm trying to get dressed. Can't get dressed. Now I go to him. Now, now you know something's wrong. What I know, I go to him. You think I should take my off-duty service revolver, my off-duty revolver, or leave it? He goes, ah, you can leave it there. You can come back and get it later. He says to me, he's like, wow. Might be all right. I'll be all back. Right. Yeah, I'll be back. 
get outside, get in the patrol, back of the plainclothes car, and I'm saying, I got to get rid of this cocaine on me. So I'm like, how am I going to do this? So I, I go, uh, I look at I look at, there's no handles. <laughs> there's no handles and no windows on the fucking door. So I can't even, I can't open a window and I can't open the door. So I go, and I turn around and I look at them and I go, I don't know what this is about, but one thing I want you guys to know is my partner has nothing to do with it. Whatever this is, my partner has nothing to do with it. I want to exculpate <laughs> this kid because I feel bad. I, I, I was, he followed me, you know? And I love the guy. And he's my god. He's the godfather of my kid. And if I'm, if I go down, at least someone can survive this, right? Not. But anyway, don't you worry about him. He's got his own things. To, now he's already been arrested for murder and beat the charge. Okay, so that's why we're together, because no one will work with him and no one will work with me. So this is so much I skipped to get to this point. Yeah. So now we're we're, we're, in the, we're in the back. Of, so how am I going to get rid of this fucking cocaine? Because God forbid I do get pinched. I might get pinched here, right? So, but God forbid. So you're going to fail the piss test anyway oh, for cocaine. Yeah, it's, it's going to fucking light up the fucking... <laughs> it's going to light it up. I just took a bump a couple minutes ago, so it's good. Yeah. I, and, and yesterday and the day before, it's good. So I go, I'm going to smoke a cigarette. They go, okay, yeah, no problem. I smoked that cigarette, and then I smoked another one right behind it. You couldn't... There was a layer of fog inside the fucking car. You guys, can you open a window? I want them to open the fucking right. window. I mean, this is like a 15-minute drive from there to, to, to Jamaica where we're going to go take the piss test. They didn't open the fucking window once, so I said, okay, no problem. When I get out in Jamaica, or well, uh, Jackson Heights is where the uh, Left Rack City. I was well, going over Left Rack City where the police has their medical office. I mean, you got to understand, police medical office, okay? Like, they have their own medical division, okay? It's like fucking, because there's 35,000 cops. They have a medical division. They have two floors of, a, of, a, of an office, four floors of an office building with like 700 offices in it. This is just, it's, it's, it's massive. Massive. It's a yeah. massive bureaucracy. And um, so I, I get out of the car and right there, like, and I turn around and there's a phalanx, a phalanx of brass. If you know what brass means, the guys with the brass on their fucking hats. And Lieutenants, the cur- yeah, yeah, all the... All the bosses. Phalanx of them. All the way from the street, and it's about 40, 50 feet from the street to the entranceway door. Then there's the entranceway phalanx. There's the hallway phalanx. And the fucking button opens up on the elevator. And there's a... I look up, there's a guy with more scrambled eggs on his fucking hat than I've ever seen in my career because he was a chief. The chief was standing in front of me and a, and, and a deputy inspector. Both of them's like this. And they just... I just got on the elevator and I turned around and I was standing between them. I, I don't know who, who they are. And then the guys that, that brought me in went up, with the, so there was four of us in the elevator, opened up the elevator on the 16th floor, I think it was, and sure enough, another half a dozen scrambled eggs on each side, phalanxing me into did you Did you realize at this point this is for you, or are you still thinking this is just coincidence? Is it, just so over, is it overwhelmingly obvious this is here for me? This is, they're doing this. I don't this. want to, I don't, I, I don't, I, it, it hasn't to, hit me yet. Oh, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> you just think this is weird. This is weird. Yeah. Because I don't know. This, I don't know that there's six cops getting arrested. Right. And that there's been an ongoing investigation. Well, you knew there was an they Yeah, were yeah, but kind of, but you didn't realize they've it was. They've been investigating me for five mass, years. You didn't realize it was this. H- massive. How long were they investigating you, right? Forever. Right. Right. So for five years, I've been dealing with this shit. It's no big deal. Right. This is fake. <laughs> this is fake. This 
147 cops right. from Internal Affairs are on my case. And I think I'm seeing shadows. I think it's paranoia. But it's not. It's real. But I'm thinking I'm crazy. So now they're all in uniform, phalanx in this place. And I open up the door, and there's this lieutenant who's been after me for fucking four years. Because he tried to fucking piss test me out four years ago. Or five years ago. Whatever the fuck it was. And he's standing there with this grin on his face. And he goes, okay, Dad, I got you here. He's a whole, with an H. I forget his fucking name. I'm going to fucking smack him. Anyway, because he's a prick. He yelled at me one time, get in here now. I says, what do you mean get in here now? I'm sick. He I was on sick leave. He goes, I'm Lieutenant so-and-so in charge of health services. And I, and he goes like this. And I'm ordering this officer, like he pulls the phone away, and I'm ordering this officer to get in here uh, today by noon, and he's saying he's sick. I know you're sick, officer. I'm telling you to get, like you can tell him, I'm telling you to get in here now. He's like, could you imagine? Like, could you imagine this guy? To... Dude, all right, I'm on my fucking way. I get there, and they bring me into psych services, and I ended up going away to the farm for two years. But anyway, so he's there now, and he's got me. He's got to get me to piss because they tried to do it to me before, but I fucking beat them. See, so I beat them, and I can't beat this. So I'm about to piss. I'm, I, I think I'm going to piss and go home. <laughs> so I take the piss. I go, I, I'm drunk now because they're fucking drunk. Now the drink is hitting me, right? And I'm realizing, ah, it's just going to be over. It's good. Like I can go home. I can go home and just cavilch with the family and say, what am I going to do now with the rest well, of my life? So here I am. The guy's finally got me to take the piss test. I piss in his cup. I'm like, I'm happy it's over. You know, we'll see you tomorrow. You know, have a nice night. And I turn around and then goes, and in, in walks these two other guys into this small cubicle area. And he goes, Suffolk County detectives. And I go, oh, what are you doing? What's up? You're under arrest for conspiracy to distribute the, uh, narcotics. I go, oh, okay. I mean, I'm just say, the, the nerve of you. I mean, right. like, so, so one of the things is, you know, the newspaper account is, and he just, you know, turn around matter of factly. I'm not going to do a kick and scream and say, go fuck yourselves. I mean, you know, I just like, put my hands behind my back. They put the cuffs on me. So now they go to search my pockets. Right. <laughs> and I got that cocaine in my pocket that I couldn't get rid of yet. Fucking the 14 times I tried to move it out. And the guy goes, oh, look at this. What do you got here? And I go, yeah, I got a little problem. What do you, <laughs> I go, I got a little bit of a problem. What do you, what else? What else? You know, so right. what, you know? So, uh, so, talk to that. So, back of the patrol car, now they're taking me out to Suffolk County because that's where they're booking me. See, the whole thing here is the city's pissed off, right? Because they didn't get their guy. The out of jurisdiction got the guy, right? You're not because you're not. You don't. You're not. You're at the. You're in the city. You're not at Suffolk I'm County. Not a Suffolk County police officer or anything. <clears throat> and they they've had me under investigation for five years, and they couldn't put a pinch on me. But Suffolk County has an investigation for three months, and they got me. You know, because they got me because Kenny. Well, because of Kenny. Well, because of the right. wires. What Kenny didn't give me up. It yeah. was it was wires that, that got me, and then Kenny on bail puts a wire on, and then he gets me. People don't know. People don't know how the story actually breaks out, but that's how it breaks out. So anyway, so <clears throat> telling the story is 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 exhausting. You know, um, <laughs> and, and how much should we skip when we tell these stories? Right, like 80, right eighty percent or, or more of it. Right. In fact, I'm I'm working on. Uh, <clears throat> getting the screenplay done now because they can't get it down. Uh, they've been working on it for five years, a screenplay, to do a movie, a remake movie for, of the 7-5 documentary, and they just can't get it. So I've been through the mill with 
all kinds of involvement with different people in in uh, Hollywood. Right. Uh, Frank Scott, who did Get Shorty. I, I never saw it. Um, you never saw Get Shorty? No, I never saw it. Yeah. Yeah. The guy John Travolta. Who, it's a great movie. Yeah. The guy who wrote that. Uh, was supposed to do the then it was well, well, Scott Gillespie, Gillespie, a guy named Gillespie who did I Tanya. I don't know I Tanya movie with, with the, the the ice skater girl. The ice skater. Oh, I, oh, ta- oh I like Tanya. Tanya for Tanya Harding. Tanya Harding, yeah. Okay. Well, wait, real quick, you how much time did you get? I got fourteen. Well, so I ended up getting a fourteen hundred sixty-eight month sentence. Right? Okay. Yeah, fourteen years. And then you went to you went to prison, obviously. Yeah, Where, I went to prison. I, I I started out in well, I did MCC for two years, waiting to be sentenced. I, when you got grabbed, the first, did you ever get out on bond? No. From Suffolk County, I did. Right. But then when I was out and they set me up to the feds, no bond. Yeah. The I, I mean, I could have tried to get bond, but my lawyer's like, dude, you're going to do some time, so you might as well start now. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. You yeah. Know? No, that's true. All right. You know, <clears throat> either, I mean, unless either, you're mounting, there's no reason to be out unless you're mounting a defense. Like you're trying to go to trial, well, but you can't well, go to trial. Well, so, 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 so to be fair, I was going to go to trial because the first plea offer was 24 to 30 years. And you know what that's like, you know? I'm like, did, who the fuck did I kill? Right. You know? So so knowing that I was going to do some time, I, you know, I was shocked to see their first plea. Uh, they don't call them offers. They call them agreements. Like the, plea, the first plea right. agreement was for 30 years. And I said, no, I'm not fucking doing it. I'm going to Might as well go to trial. Might as well try. Might as well go to trial. So that's what was my approach for the first uh, so six months or so, and then uh, they they knocked it down to like twenty four, and then they knocked it down to seventeen. And I still said, you know what, I ain't doing seventeen years without going to trial for it. Fuck it. So I pushed it and pushed it. It probably lasted a, a little over a year, and then the Mullen Commission people came to me and said, we'll write a letter to your judge for you if you help us. And so I turned them down twice, and the third time they came to me was shortly after they said I did nine murders in the ghetto. And my Okay, well, this is uh, the newspaper, you know, and and to, to, still, you know, what, what just bullshit? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, I know it's bullshit, yeah, but I'm yeah. saying, what? Where did they come up with yeah, that? Just, uh, Somebody said something. They, that, they're looking for. There's nine murders that they can't figure out around this period of time when I had a brand new nine millimeter gun, and they're all nine millimeter murders. I mean, the ghetto, everybody gets killed with a nine millimeter. Right. Gun. But anyway, so they were investigating me and my partner for nine murders, specifically me, I guess, because Kenny's like a good guy, and um, so it was all the news. I'm like. Listen, I didn't do any fucking murders. And, oh, by the way, uh, Mullen Commission called again today, and 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 asking if you could please, uh, you know, cooperate with them. And they'll, they'll what were they investigating? That what was they that, were, that they, commission their, investigating? Their task was to investigate corruption, corruption. Okay. in the city, and basically, just a systematic like mine was, whatever. And um, <clears throat> so, I drew them a roadmap. I showed them how to do it. They arrested the whole thirtieth precinct. They called it the, the Dirty Thirty. They arrested the whole. Night shift, which is 30 guys on the 30th precinct. Uh, they were all in the cahoots. I, I don't know anybody. I didn't right. know anybody. But I showed them how to catch me. Right. Like, something like you might have done to show yeah, yeah, mortgage the, companies. The ethics and fraud thing. Right. Like, look, Same thing. So I showed them how to catch me. I said, you don't put a sign, look over here for cash. You know, dude, you got to make The cops got to be a little more, like, surprised or, or industrious. Don't make it. Don't put a sign. Check under fucking ice cubes for cash. Yeah. They're gonna check. You don't need to tell them. You know. So don't make it so obvious. So anyway, so I gave him a few pointers like that, and and I told him how and how I would how I would do how I would see a scene and how I would assess it and how I would know I wasn't being set up. So they did what I told them, and they, and they got the whole thirtieth precinct. They got a couple of the 
bunch mm. of guys. So now when I went to get sentenced, they wrote a letter to the judge saying that I was honest and helpful. That's right. all they would say. Right. Was yeah. this sentence in the state or the feds? feds. I never got sentenced in the state because they they subsume consumed the uh, superseding indictment. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. made it all one to right. so make it a RICO case. So I was, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so I got the RICO. Geez. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, yeah, so okay. I, I got a RICO indictment, uh, and I pled guilty to it, so I faced zero to life, faced t- 10 to life right. at, at my sentencing. And uh, Did the U.S. Did US attorney um, recommend that you get the low end of the guidelines no, or anything? No, 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 oh, no, he's no, no. he was him. against everything. He was sort okay, of like okay. what you had to deal with when you were through. Like, there was no friend in that courtroom except for the letter, <clears throat> and the judge witnessed my testimony, <clears throat> and even partly, partly to my dis- dismay is some of my sentence, like some of the testimony wasn't very wasn't very good you know like i stole money from some some girl like 300 bucks under the bible the money the mother hid the money under the bible i asked the right. kid, is there any hidden hidden money in the house that they might have right. robbed? Right. and she goes well she's on the phone mom yeah, I remember. she goes she check under the bible <laughs> so i found yeah. it you know, he I, goes, yeah yeah like yeah they looks got like it. the burglars got it yeah they got it imagine that. so you know that's a real shitty thing to do you know right. but part of my justification well we all do shitty things yeah part of the justification was yeah, listen you don't have to explain to me <laughs> i know that but but you know people that they hear that like how the fuck can you yeah. do that well you know i got a partner next to me that's threatening me right now he's like you fucking set me up the last job there was eleven thousand dollars in cash you fucking missed it you had it in your hand i said take it easy dude i'm not looking for someone's fucking savings i'm looking for bags of cash like this right i'm right. not looking drug for drug dealers fucking, yeah i'm not looking for a knot of eleven thousand dollars that someone saved that's but a lot of fucking it's a lot of fucking money. I said, no, it isn't. Not what I'm looking for. I'm looking for 30, 40, 50 grand in 20s. Not someone's little life saving stack. Right. So anyway, so long story short, I ended up, the next chance I could to get some money, I did. You know, it was a couple, three, four hundred dollars, whatever we took from under the girl's Bible, which was horrible. Right. And, and for, for what I'm saying is, when I got sentenced, the judge said, you know, Mr. Dow, you know, all the things, you were very helpful, but, you know, but, you know, taking that $300 from the fucking Bible with the girl, you know, was not a very, uh, I said, yeah, I'm going to say. You know, she, right. She was, she was letting it known that she was aware of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. That being said, they said you were very helpful. I was going to give you a sentence to the top end of your guidelines, which would have been 15 and a half years. She said, instead, I'm not going to give you, I'm going to give you right in the middle, which was 168 months. So, so essentially, she says the model commission helped me. I'll take her at her word. She could have given me more because they wanted to give me more. Right. You know, I'm, I'm sure they, they probably would have given me more if I didn't uh, testify with the model commission.